Welcome to The Expanded Podcast with your host, Lacey Phillips. As a leading manifestation advisor with a process that's, well, radically different from the old New Age model, mine is rooted in psychology, neuroscience, and my energetic gifts. Therefore, I created this podcast to help you expand your subconscious limiting beliefs about the potential of deserving the manifestations you're calling in. In each episode, we'll walk through my expanders, a term in my manifestation formula signaling the people that already embody, have, or are successful in what we are looking to call in. These are the people that we witness through our mirror neurons on a subconscious level that expand us into knowing that our manifestations are possible as well. Especially when we hear about their background, their upbringing, their trials and tribulations, and any of their pitfalls that they had to experience along the way. Therefore, you're tuning into this podcast series to show your subconscious that anything you desire is possible. And by pressing play, you've already started the process of manifesting it. If you enjoy this episode, please leave us our review, comment, and share it with your fellow manifester that's struggling or could really benefit from the information that you're about to learn. Today, I want to get into a trigger that you guys wrote in about which is feeling not as pretty or as worthy as your expanders. I think this is really important to talk about a manifestation. I think it's an epidemic on the planet, especially because we have so much media coming at us at all times of what we should look like or how we should be fitting into a box in order to be loved. This couldn't be further away from magnetism. And I just want to explain for a moment, it's something we all understand as a concept, but it's not something we all embody. The more we are completely living and shining from our own whole authentic worth, the more magnetic we are and we receive everything we want. Sure, we live in a world where people are drawn to certain types of beauty because it's what they've been fed. However, and I can attest to this, let this expand you. I have many very successful clients, many of which are models. And I can tell you this firsthand that The difference between my clients that are highly, highly, highly magnetic and looking in a way that wouldn't be conventionally beautiful is so superior and quick at manifesting than those of my clients who are what society deems as perfection or beautiful, but have tremendously low self-worth because it's all they've been validated for. So it really is kind of their worst enemy and gift at the same time. So when you're doing this work and you're looking around at expanders, please do the work in shadow 
It is so important in the work and the daily reprogramming exercise to look at all of those triggers that are coming up for you that make you feel like you're not good enough compared to your expanders. You're not beautiful enough compared to your expanders. You're not worthy enough compared to your expanders. It A, is absolutely untrue. And B, your goal isn't to be any of those things. Your goal is to be your most worthy, authentic self. And that will get you everywhere on this planet, truly regardless of what the exterior looks like. The more you can align your exterior with your interior, that's where the magnetism is. The more, there's an earlier episode I have where I really talk in the intro about really the projection of our subconscious archetype. Go revisit that. That aligning with what you're projecting is exactly what people are receiving. The more there's a mismatch that we're having insecurities about the exterior rather than focusing on truly pumping up the worthy authenticness of our interior, that's where the magic can really happen when we focus on the latter. So I just want to reinforce that. A really great way to work through that is, again, you can start right with the daily reprogramming exercise to see why these triggers are coming up, work through the prompts and journal out where it comes from, and then go down into your subconscious and reprogram it. Do a little brain surgery um, and definitely working it through shadow. That's the most important thing to really own who you are. Again, the more we're projecting from an entirely empowered subconscious state, our exterior really kind of doesn't matter. So I, I really want to throw that out at you today and empower you. And I think that this episode we have with my go-to human design reader. Many of you have heard her very first episode. She kicked off this podcast as our guest and she's back again today. We wanted to share this particular episode because it really walks through manifestation and human design. So Jenna Zoe's going to take us through how the two can align and work for you based on your type. Every person comes onto this planet with their own totally authentic blueprint. And that's what human design is. You have your very own authentic blueprint. And now we're going to talk about how that blueprint combined with this formula creates exquisite manifestations. And I think that can really loop back around to exactly what I was just talking about. Let's focus on our authentic blueprint and pumping up the worthiness inside of it that is magnetism. And let's stop, uh, not stop, let's use the energy of the triggers coming up for us where we're not feeling good enough in comparison to our expanders. So without further ado, welcome back Jenna Zoe, human design reader. I feel like she needs no introduction and kick back because this episode is going to blow your mind. As you guys requested, you wanted to know more about your human design and how to implement it with this manifestation process. And so I thought I'd start to bring in experts, my human design reader and the person that I go to for it, to help answer your questions. So meet Jenna Zoe, and we're going to start to answer all of your guys' most pressing human design questions. <clears throat> but before we get started, I thought it would be really nice for the whole introduction to get Jenna to basically go over each of the types and where they can find in a nutshell, where you guys can find in a nutshell, how to determine what, maybe it's, is it strategy? Is yeah. that basically each type strategy for manifestation? Mm. Um, and maybe a couple of sentences, how to not get tripped up on your strategy, right. how to actually implement uh -huh. it. Because I think that's people's most like confusing thing. I agree. And actually... 
it's the same thing when you think about like how you show up in the world, like your strategy isn't something that you necessarily need to, I guess, think about. It's just the way that your body likes to exchange energy with the world around you anyway. So I guess it's about like seeking back into that default rather than trying to think the way that you should strategize about life needs to be a certain way, right? So you'll find when people are living their design, it's just like it naturally sort of like falls into place. Um, So like you said, it's nothing so complicated and you don't have to think about it too much. Um, So I guess the first one we should talk about probably manifestors. Manifestors, the, the difficulty with manifestors is that all the jargon that we have about making life successful is geared towards manifestors because historically they have been the people that have risen to the top. So manifestors are really literally the people that are like the Nike, like just do it and like just think about it and it happens or just go be you and everything falls into place. So they're really like that, those people that flick the dominoes and then everything else will kind of just like fall. But there's nothing that they necessarily have to think about because the mantra for a manifester is like, I am, therefore I do. So just by totally being you and accepting how big you are as a person and how impactful you are, then you basically trust that just by you showing up and listening to your spontaneity and your urges of what you genuinely feel like doing in the moment, that everything else kind of just basically like will happen after that. Mm. So manifestors among us are really the people that are here to cause. They're the cause and we're all the effect. Mm. And that's not to say that a cause is better than the effect either because that's that's a thing that I get asked really often is like, oh, can I not manifest if I'm not a manifester? Yes, we're here to to debunk everything. Because one thing I want to jump in and say, Mm. like I see now across, because so many of you guys are so versed with Jenna and your types that uh, I get so many people that are like, well, can I not manifest of this or if I have to mm. wait for an invitation? And I will say wholeheartedly now <laughs> that my practice is scattered with every single one of you guys and all of you guys manifest great. Yeah. So the term, if you want to speak on that for just a minute, yeah. the difference between manifestor type versus yeah. just being a person who manifests, yes. which I term manifestor just as a yeah. blanket. Well, there's, I guess manifestor is the human design one is the way I think about it. And then a manifestor is like what everyone, you know, everybody does. Um, but with manifestors, like human design manifestors, I guess they only just basically got that name because they were the people that like we saw through history actually did manifest mm-hmm. where probably a lot of people were suppressed. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, that's kind of where they got that term from. Mm-hmm. So I almost wish that they had a different name when the download was taken by the guy who founded it but that's just it's just all semantics like it's just a it's totally. just a word yeah. it's not to take it so seriously um so with manifestors like I said it's about I am therefore I do so it's really just about once you've done the work to decondition from being apologetic about who you are or being afraid of being big or impactful or really splitting opinion where you go sometimes and some people really getting you and some people not um you know just by you being there you'll inspire people you'll rewrite the rules that's kind of the way that manifest is supposed to that's their strategy in life basically so someone told me a cool story about johnny depp who basically when he's on set because he's a manifester and he'll be like I want to do this today and I, I don't want to do this scene and let's do this in reverse and he's very playful with it and that's the energy with, with the manifestors is like they just want to be playful they want to rewrite things rescript things based on what they feel like doing and trusting that when they're totally unapologetic about that other people follow so it's not like oh I'm sorry I don't want to interrupt but it's okay if I because no one's going to respond to that so well mm-hmm, totally. but um, when they're like guys let's just do this today and, and then everyone wants to jump on that train so, then so that's the playfulness 
manifest is a good way if you're a manifester to honor without being so polarizing. Yes. Like, and not letting it be so heavy. Yeah. Just really, really. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then what's next? So that's manifestors. And then um, with generators, they're really the people that the way I see it is like they're really supposed to dance with life. So if you imagine like the universe is kind of like playing a ping pong game with them. And it's always going to be the universe's turn to serve first. So with generators, they want to make sure that they're not always trying to like make things happen or push for things to happen, but really to make their intentions clear and then ask the universe to either show them with like a sign or a synchronicity or to show them the way. And then once they have that, then they can respond with their gut. They can say, oh, that's something that I want to respond to. Or that's something that does light me up. Or that's something rather than find the thing that lights you up. Be clear about what does light you up, let the universe serve it to you, and then respond. So that's where the, the whole strategy about responding comes in. And what would you say is the biggest um, thing you can demystify on them that you're seeing trips people up? With generators, number one, I think it is kind of like pushing to try to find things that light you up. That's a really big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one is also if you think about, because when we talk about um, using your energy in human design, it's really about what you put in your aura. So if you think about your aura as this big three foot thing that surrounds you, you basically don't want to be clogging it with things that you don't want to do because otherwise there's no space for the yes things to come in. So what I say to generators is like you can decondition the most powerfully on your couch by taking inventory of like what doesn't light me up that I still feel I should do. Like unblock no. Like it could really, like really learning that this is a block, this isn't what I like, yeah. this is, and really being okay with it. Yeah, like am I still going to my family on Friday nights even though I hate it? You know, could be stopping you with your career because it's all one pool. Totally. Absolutely. It's a block, Um, yeah. Yeah. There's so many. I mean, we talk about this all the time, but there's like so many overlaps. It's insane, which is great. Like now we're like bringing it all together. This is the integration where people can actually, because a big part of what I just started to realize with manifestation is if we get rid of everything and become our most whole authentic selves, everything starts to come to us. And the whole theory behind human design essentially is you came onto the planet with a blueprint of what that authentic authentic self is so it's a beautiful way to have a session with jenna or do her deconditioning to really learn about what your authenticity is and then playing with manifestation and also using a lot of the unblocked tools if you have to go deeper of getting rid of all of that stuff that's just sitting in you and your subconscious and then having the clarity of like oh that's where i picked this up from because it's not the real me like that's why you know like i've done all the unblocks because it's like oh okay i picked up this conditioning here and now I can get rid of it because all I did all I had to do was see it and understand where it came from or that kind of stuff so absolutely um, yeah and then what's next so manifesting generators um and this is where it gets a little bit complicated because you can actually look in your chart as a manifesting generator whether you're a more manifester or more generator so even though manifesting generators get lumped into the same category as generators in terms of responding, there are some manifesting generators where they need to be a little bit more like the manifesto, where they're just like, here I am, this is who I am. Whereas um, the more generators with manifesting energy, is what I say, um, need to be more like generators where it's like, I'm going to make my intentions clear, but I'm also going to then wait to respond. And how you can check which one you are is um, if you look at a chart Whenever the sacral is connected directly to the throat, that's a more manifesting 
generator. And when you say connected, it means that there's a red line or a white line that goes There's a red the or a black, any kind of colored line, ah. whichever one it is, going straight from the sacral to the throat. And the sacral's the the part that's right here, yeah, right? That. That's that red box. Yeah. And then the throat is the is the box right here at the throat. So ah. if you see those two directly connected, you're more of a manifestory manifesting generator. And if you have that not colored in, then you're more of a generator. So it's you have to get very specific because I definitely don't want people thinking all manifesting generators are the same because they're they're definitely not. So um, yeah, you check in your chart and then go with whichever one we just covered, manifestor or generator. I have one quick question on yeah. this because I see, um, or maybe I should save this for a little bit later or we can touch on it briefly. Obviously, any of us that are out of whack with our type, we're not living our design, we're susceptible to illness, period. Yeah. But it's so interesting because I know a lot of my manifesting generator friends had like their thyroid m- removed because of Hashimoto's, of not you know communicating what they needed. What would you speak on, um, I see it most often, people who have autoimmune diseases out of human design are manifesting generators, projectors, and generators. Wow. So obviously the health, we can tell when we look at a chart, we can tell where you're susceptible in terms of health. But with manifesting generators, for sure, the one thing where they're supposed to be people that are so energized and they're supposed to be people that are really um, powerful, that doesn't mean that they're aggressive or that they make themselves be known, but it just means that they have that big engine that supports them. And the number one thing that manifesting generators do is try and be the capable people. So they're always like, I've got this, I can do everything, I've, I'm on, I'm this, I'm that. And so what happens is they end up committing their energy to too many things that actually don't light them up. So you're not stoking that life force. And what happens is then that's when the body starts to attack itself because it says, I'm filling up my life force with things that don't actually give me more energy. When manifesting generators are doing things that do light them up, it's like that thing is supposed to give them more energy, not deplete them, Mm. which is why we call manifestors, manifesting generators and generators energy types, because when they're doing stuff that lights them up, they get more energy. Whereas like projectors and reflectors still can only do so much because they don't get energy from doing things. Mm. So that's also the, it, you speak to exactly the same thing for generators, essentially. That means their life's too full of things that don't yeah. light them up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because it's draining your energy for too rather long. than, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. So it's like, you have to get so kind of like rigorous on like, you literally just, the first step is to get clear on what does and doesn't light you up. Even if you can't do it yet, you can be like universe. I'm very, very you and me between us. Like this doesn't light me up, but like, you know, help me figure it out. Cause I can't quite take that jump yet. I think that's the most powerful thing versus actually like stepping into doing it. When you say like, Oh, I realize this, this doesn't make me feel that good. Mm-hmm. That's like, already magic for it's like the number one thing in getting sober is something is like the awareness (laughs) that you have a problem (laughs) exactly like I have a I have an over committing generating problem I (laughs) I think I can do too much that I don't like yeah and so their strategy pending you want to check and see if you're more of a manifester or generator and then you just tune into whatever those strategies are more even though you have you house both of them okay yeah the projectors. Um, so the strategy with the projector, and I guess projectors are the people who, in my experience, have the worst trouble reconciling manifesting with being a projector because what they say is that projectors are supposed to wait for the invitation. And when and I, I feel first, like you and I can speak on this too. Yes, when but you first you, heard that, were you like crushed? Not at all. Oh. It, made, it gave me licensing because I live so much of my life um, – 
doing the wrong things. Like, Mm. let's say if I were a generator, which I'm not, I lived my life way too long from Mm -hmm. low self-worth, continuing to do the things that don't like me up because I thought that I had to, even though I'm not a generator. I think that that hurts anyone. (laughs) Period. But um, like for me, the way that right away it gave me deeper licensing and made so much sense because I know when I channel into my gifts and I just do my thing and live my bliss, Mm -hmm. but I'm not solicitating it, Mm -hmm. I know that it's going to get so far when people experience it and come in deeper wanting more of it. I've seen that. Like, that's why I've never gotten a PR person because anytime I've ever had someone sort of acting as a PR person for me, it's what you always say. It's like, they can pitch me and it just to like Vogue, like an editor at Vogue, and it's literally like throwing it to the wall Uh and falling flat. (laughs) But when one girl at Vogue does one of my things she's like oh my god we have you know we have to feature you and yada yada so they really people do if I'm soliciting it doesn't go anywhere it's the same thing on the blog like I don't solicit I'm like here's kind of a thing if you want to buy it you can check it out if not carry on yes but it's so I found with soliciting is my issue Mm -hmm. Um, or that's where I was like oh fuck it I'm never going to get a PR person (laughs) or do like anyone's coming who's supposed to come and then they're going to come in strong when they do well that's that's such a good one to kind of like know if you're wondering that question because for me when I first heard that when when someone did my human design first and he was like you have to wait to be invited and you can't make moves and you can't I was like what every every projector in the Facebook group is like (laughs) do I just sit at home yeah like what do I even do but the the way around it is like it's not about um you know obviously and you know this like this is what you teach is manifesting is not about the actions that you take in the world necessarily it's about you being you right and so as a projector it's very unattractive if you because projectors see things and they know things, that's what they're here to do. They're here to really figure out a system or really see something new or really hack a, you know, something existing or see how to make efficiency gains, whether that's in technology or whether that's in Reiki, it can be in anything, right? So whatever that niche is, when you're very, very clear on that, you have to trust that actually it's much more magnetic that the right people who see you as a guide or see you for what your talents are will come to you rather than you pushing your stuff on other people because it's very unattractive when you're like, I know, and you should do this. And it comes across as bossy and it's never the right way to exchange the energy because if you see things, people need to see that you see things in order to create space within them for their stuff to be received. That makes Which is why sense. there's that energetic flow of like, okay, can I ask you a question? Da, 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 and then you would tell me. Because if I haven't asked you, there's no... So it's no soliciting. Goal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly... Like, that's what I learned too. Even with my parents, when I'd be like, I know how to fix you guys, like, or whatever. Yeah. It you was just like... just do it. La, da, 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 we da. just can't do it. But now my dad's like doing unblocked opulence and all the oh. things. Because he finally is trusting it so oh. I, if I don't solicit to things it comes that's so um, sweet so that's my two cents on yeah it. and that's the main thing with projectors is like getting really really clear on what it is that you're so good at seeing is way more efficient to helping you manifest than going out there and that's looking for things and pushing for things and, and then becoming confident like de-layering to be yeah. confident in it and you and who you are yeah. that's it like I literally think. But I lived as a, like, I project, all projectors, I think, at some point get generator FOMO where they're like, I can do this, yeah. I'm on, like, I want to, whatever. And I think that the, um, that generator FOMO is, like, the thing that trips them up the most because then you're like, well, how can I make stuff happen if I'm not pushing? Totally. But 
And then generators are, to me, I'm the most jealous of them. I think they're so cool and creepy. I know. Like when you can see a generator is like really doing stuff that lights them up. It's like they have that sparkly, juicy life force that just makes you want to like be around them all the time. And be like, what are you doing? I want to come with. Like (laughs) Ashley Neese, my friend, is a really good example of this. Like you never meet a person who isn't like, I love Ashley. It's because their aura is so warm and Mm -hmm. magical. And they give you so much energy my dad's yes. like that too when he's really? in his bliss like people are like he's the funniest coolest most like, yes and I'm like well, but I'm always the person who wants to be seen I know being a projector. projector yeah I'm the same with generators I'm like you guys are so juicy and sparkly and I like love it yeah when they're really like happy and then they create this like vortex inside their aura yes. where you're like yeah like, everything everyone they're just, so like, magnetic to them. yeah <laughs> it's exactly that I'm I'll like, let you go into that them. fun <laughs> I know I love that energy yeah, yeah. so um we did manifestors generators and MGs, projectors, we have reflectors now. So reflectors, um, in a way, they have probably the hardest time of us all because they're only 1% of the population and they're literally the only people. Like, think about the spiritual, you know, world saying, like, figure out who you are or who are you and, you know, get to know yourself and all this stuff. And actually, that's the worst conditioning for reflectors because they really are the people who are just detached from having an identity in a way. But that's their strength. So it's not like, it's never a weakness. It's never a bad thing. Um, but with reflectors, they really are supposed to not have a strategy over how their life is supposed to go or what lights them up or what doesn't light them up because they're so affected deeply by any environment that they're in that they're almost like blank canvases that get splattered on by the color of the world. Oh, so hard. So hard. Especially the whole programming they've ever heard their whole life. Literally. Figure it out, follow this, do that. If you do this, you'll be loved. And it's so hard. Yeah. Or anytime people go, you're so that, like, say, for example, you had a parent that said to you, you're so, uh, I don't know, beautiful, smart, whatever. whatever. But that's all a changing thing for them because they literally are the chameleons among us. So the most important thing for reflectors in the way that they manifest is actually to make sure that they're always checking in with whether they're in an environment, macro or micro, that they feel good in, Mm. because that's what's going to guide them as to their next step. Mm. So if they're ever in a place where they don't feel good about themselves, it's like that's because the environment is very unhealthy for them. And Mm. that's not going to be conducive to like them being on their like path to flow yeah oh man poor things but they're so magical too at the same time yeah it's you know the few examples that you've ever given on them are such magical people yeah when they're really in their design insane like total like wow you know um but they just have to be so divorced from all the stuff that the rest of us all conditioning essentially yeah Yeah. and I always love to I think I heard it on Jordan's podcast you know as she's a reflector that you have to be everything and nothing at the same time literally so hard Mm -hmm. so it's whatever people put on you is what they'll get back right so if you're a reflector and I see stuff in you that was whatever like it's all the you just holding up a mirror to be me which obviously to some extent again like we want to get with the semantics but they're so blank which is their power they so have nothing of their own and when they're detached from having anything that's when they're like really like so amazing and in a quick nutshell really fast as an overview for each of them when is each type the most magnetic obviously every when they're in their own authenticity exactly when they're living their design um but just as overviews, I'd say um, manifest is when they're being really unapologetic about who they are and they're okay with being the people that not everyone's going to get or that some people are going to love and some people aren't going to understand. When so shadow, like, like really owning it. Yeah. Like, cool, whatever. Yeah. On to the next. This is me. Yeah. Like, you know, 
Um, and then with generators, like when they're doing what they love, like just what we were saying is what they are literally like everybody wants to be around totally. them when they're doing stuff that makes them excited. So it's almost like we can't afford for you to not do stuff that light, that lights you up and neither can you. Like it's a win-win, right? Totally. So, um, so when you get rid of everything in your life that's not lighting you up and you're just in your bliss everywhere, mm-hmm. bam, you're just so magnetic. Yeah. And then the same with manifesting generators. It's like once you really take that pressure off yourself to have everything sorted out and do all the things and be so kind of like trying to be what I call like a it's always like trying to be a square peg in a round hole when they embrace it with manifesting generators like when they totally embrace it they want to dip their toe in this and they want to do that and they want to go here then then and their path is never going to be like oh I'm going to be an accountant and I'm going to climb that wall like mm-hmm. it's always like here there everywhere dips toes in this go to the next thing as soon as I'm bored I'll go somewhere else like I always use Tony Robbins as like a really good example because he's all over the place but he owns it and it's in such a good way mm-hmm, totally. rather than like he's like finance help people gonna yeah just, gonna, yeah gonna try all these like martial arts yeah, yeah and totally. no one sees that as like it's not weird. Confusing no. or a problem. It's like, oh, yeah, he owns it. He's like, that's cool, you know? Wow. Um, so that's really that MG energy, which is, like, again, so much fun. So they're in their magnetism when, again, they get rid of everything that's not serving them and they're going after everything that's lighting them up mm-hmm. and any, like, pings they're getting to follow. Yeah. And more specifically than generators, when because with MGs, they could be potentially interested in something and get bored of it really quick or be into starting a business and then be over it six months in. It's like that total detachment from, like, you have to be leaving and letting it go yeah. just moving on yeah cool. not that it was a waste but just like oh my god took me there and then it's taking me somewhere else yeah I learned my lessons or yeah. picked up my tools I was supposed to and on to the next yeah okay cool and then projectors um you know they're most magnetic when they're really really clear on what it is that their niche is like what is it the thing that I see that I'm so clear on that I can like share with others like it's not crazy that I like hacked my own little way of seeing manifestation and Mm. you can read charts like so quickly and channel Mm. them Mm -hmm. it's really finding what your thing you've always been really good at or you've seen so differently or everyone comes to you for or you know it doesn't have to be in wellness but everything when you're like just all in and doing it that's when you're the most magnetic totally like I know a great lawyer that's a projector and he's so you know what I mean it's totally. all about like where's the system that you can see or where's the efficiency gain or, or my fiance's dad he uh like like a lot of us I don't know you went to university but I know a lot of projectors didn't, I didn't. oh you didn't no see a lot of them <laughs> and a lot of them are Aquarians too so they're wow. like oh structure it's yeah. not my thing so. um but like he invented I forget what it was, but like a really interesting thing in phones where you call in. It was like one of the first ones. I think this is what he invented, wow. but like how to uh, have a number system to go somewhere. And now he's really good at like inventing certain databases to go places. Yeah. And it's made him so successful. That's such a good example. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it can cross anything. But it's it's like my friend, it's like Dara always says, she's like, what's that thing that you Google and you can't stop like learning about? Like, where's that thirst for learning? As so a projector, I always say like indulge your learning because yes. that's like where you're juices I had even a client recently who is a projector and she's trying to figure out and she knows it's always been helping people but she's like I just can't find my clarity Mm -hmm. and I'm like you're always looking for clarity why don't you start your blog on in pursuit of clarity like that's the thing like really go after that that niche can be anything even if it's being unclear share the journey of clarity (laughs) and like the hack of how to find tools around clarity that's a whole way to do it I love that. So that's, that's so their smart. magnetism mm. is when they're just unapologetically in their niche and doing it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then with reflectors, it's about like, 
how can I watch myself in any environment and just not try to be me? Like, how can I just be like, oh, okay, well, right now I'm observing that I'm this per- this kind of person. And then in the next moment, I'm like this kind of person. So it's about honoring your ability. Yeah. And it's your ability to literally go into other people and situations in a way that other people just never will be able to. Because you really genuinely experience what it's like to be like you or you or whoever, yeah. right? So um, once they're totally clear of that, then life will literally just kind of like pull them. Wow. The way they're supposed to go. And have you seen examples of your clients who are very successful reflectors and how do they do it and what do they do? Just because it is such an abstract type. It really is. It's, um, let's say, for example, um, well, let's take Jordan. I'm sure she wouldn't yeah. mind Not using her as an She's example. But she was, like, yeah. she was like, you know, I feel like I, I speak to a shaman and then I want to yeah. be a shaman and I speak to a Reiki person and I want to be a Reiki person. It really is like that, the life of a reflector. And so it's about basically saying like, oh, well, just because I feel like doing it in this moment, it doesn't mean that I necessarily have to, but let me just go on these journeys. And then how, like she does it so well, she kind of like collates these kind of like big, big, um themes that she finds herself going into and just like brings the person along with the journey because again the reflector is ideally when we're living as tribes the reflector is the person in the middle of the tribe where the society can basically gauge how well we are or how Ah. well we're doing based on how well the reflector is doing wow so as a reflector you're literally just going to be the beacon that's showing us all where we're at which again like jordan is a great example like where are we at michael jackson was another reflector ah poor thing because he like he just had so much but if he had had a very healthy environment it could have been so much bigger yeah absolutely yeah that's incredible yeah so cool well let's move into the questions so I guess a good thing here to talk about is maybe going deeper into demystifying what you're seeing is holding everybody up from manifesting because they're so like tapped into their strategy yes I know we touched on it but maybe if you have your cues so where it really comes from is this idea that the whole thing about human design is that we want to dehomogenize people so we've lived like up until now basically this culture where like if one thing works then it works but that's actually not the case at all Mm -hmm. right so we have these like preconceived ideas of like ways to be successful that actually isn't working for everybody so with projectors because they are the newest type as a projector They've only existed since 1781, right? And the reason being, because before that, we didn't need people to see. We didn't need people to help us make survival. It was literally like... Exactly. Procreate. Uh Uh-huh. All that stuff. So um, as a projector, it's about honoring that you literally just don't function in the same way that made other people successful. So once you get that that's not good or bad, and we remove the judgment from like, oh, the way that I manifest just is the way that I manifest. The way that I show up in the world is just the way that I show up in the world. It doesn't have to be more like someone else's, or, but worse, because it's, you know, we do so much of like what I call runging, mm-hmm. which is what like basically trips us up with living our design is like, oh, well, this makes you feel better, or this makes you feel worse, and this and that. So once you accept like it just is what it is, mm-hmm. The way that I manifest in the world is by really seeing and owning my gift. And I say to people, look, try it out for 30 days. If it doesn't work, go yeah. back to your old way. Like totally. more than well, you know, yeah. like give it a go. Give it a test. Um, but really when you say to the universe, listen, universe, I always say to people, like pick up your direct line to the universe and call the universe out because it's also that help you and it's doing 90% of the work, totally. right? Yeah. So it's like, listen, universe, I'm going to try just really getting super clear on my niche you know, putting it out there, having a good system, like not putting it out there, like telling you, but having a good system that people can find me through, like a blog or a website or a 
me just doing my thing and being out in the world and owning that. Like even yes. in the grocery store, people will sense your energy, right? So once you're super clear on that, then try it for 30 days. Totally. You have nothing to lose. Absolutely. And like, we're both really great examples of that. Yeah. You're almost much better at it. I say that you're so magnetic because um, you know that you can do a lot less and a lot more will come to you and you're in your niche so it's like even me I still have the worth around where it's like I need to like do this and this and that like all these sparkly things and it's still a form of solicitation yeah so for each of the types essentially um what would be a really good way to speak on them of like Go out into the house, like go out of your house, be in the world, but do A, B, C, and D. Well, with projectors, you don't even need to leave the house in the first place. So don't worry about being productive or not productive, but just get so clear on like, what is my thing that just absolutely like makes me salivate thinking about it. And put it into the world and different channels and platforms and whatever is speaking to you. Yes. But just not pushing it on people. That's the only difference. Like you say, it's the soliciting like, oh, can I you know, give a free session to someone who I think will give me something. Nope. Um, and then with generators, um, what was the question again? So like, what would, if you had, here's, I'll give you an example. Okay. I have this all the time. When I have very introverted clients who have very low self-worth, uh-huh. they'll find any reason to make anything not a hell yes. Right. Like, no, that doesn't feel like a hell yes. yes so I'm going to say no. Okay. And I actually give them kind of the same work. I always say the opposite is always what creates more magnetism mm-hmm. of where you're at. So for them, it's like, I make them start saying yes to everything they're afraid of. Mm. So for if you had a client who walked in who mm. is any of the types yeah. and they're just kind of staying small, right. staying at home, uh-huh. and they're letting their type, their strategy like type be the justification for why they yes. they can't, you know, go out and, and manifest, what are like the two sentences you yeah. would say to each of how to be in the world? Well, I think the first thing is the, the first thing the problem is that um, people have this association with like manifestors and MGs have to be like big and loud and this and that and then project and generators have to be smaller and reflectors even more like that in itself is a big problem because it's it speaks nothing to do with your loudness or your aggressiveness or how big you can be in the world like you know that has nothing to do with it if you're really living your design you will be big and no matter what. exactly no matter what so there's no correlation I guess is the overarching thing is like it has one has nothing to do with the other but with generators um it really is about basically saying and they know this right when they're doing stuff that lights them up they can do that thing all day Mm -hmm. so it's okay to wait until there's something that really does light you up and then do that Mm -hmm. but in the meantime you have to do the hard work of saying no to the things that don't yeah because you could be saying yes 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 over committing yourself to things that don't light you up and there's no space for the universe to come in and send you that yes totally so a lot of generators will stay small by being like no but i have to do this thing for my mom or no i have to this is always the way things have been so i have to do this and this is where you take the inventory that's where you can go in and be like hold on a second do I have to keep still doing that thing or do I have to keep that job that's making, you know, this is where the questioning really comes in for them of like, how am I draining my life force? Totally. Absolutely. The same with MGs. And then with manifestors, anytime that you can witness the people pleasing, the trying to believe that you're in charge of making everyone else happy, believing that you have to carry it all on your shoulders or that you have to follow things through because as a manifestor, you're literally just supposed to kind of pop in, 
do your thing, flick the dominoes, and then go to somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So with manifestors, sometimes feeling too much responsibility or too much need to kind of carry everybody. Not learning how to delegate. So learning how to delegate for sure, learning that you're supposed to have the great idea and mm-hmm. to have other people carry it out yeah. is a big thing. So yeah. people who are like thinking of starting businesses, mm-hmm. that's bringing on an intern. It's bringing on, you know, just having people help carry out the vision. Absolutely. What would you say, and this is a, just a total like selfish <laughs> question for partners, like if you're in business as a manifester, how do partners work for you? Um, well, it needs to definitely be someone who understands that you can't be there nine to five because manifestors don't work like that at all. They will work like super full force as soon as they get an urge to do something. And then when they feel like that urge is gone, they need to duck out and wait for the next urge. Ah, uh, so that's a really great thing to know if you're a manifester of how to go out into the world and make your thing it's happen. It's really stop and start. It's okay. like, feel like doing this, let's do it. And then we'll just be free until the next spontaneity thing comes cool. in. And what is a good, because all the manifestors I know are workaholics, what's a good, <laughs> all of them, uh, a lot of them are ex-addicts too, which wow. is really interesting. Yeah. So I think they still haven't learned the gift of how to just be in a moment and how to, you know, be present. Yeah. But what would you say are good tips for them in those intermittent times where society's telling them that they should be working if they want yeah. to achieve when their whole uh, urge dies down? How can they fill that space while still being magnetic? Play. Play. Go do what you love. play even if it's on the swings where our brain goes that has nothing to do with like me having my life purpose it has everything to do with you being on your life purpose because you're exploring what it is that's fun you're making things fun for yourself and so therefore you're saying to the universe I'm living as my real self and then it's going to send you all the help all the people all the yeah yeah, exactly it's like great that we're just going to get behind this person because they're living their design they're living in their worth essentially and they know it's coming yeah going back to generators really quick so that they feel like they have this Mm -hmm. input so you and I both have a client who's a generator and she's so bigger than life and she really wants to help everyone she believes in and everything's stopping her up because she still has a lot of insecurities what would you say to generators in their downtime when things aren't lighting them up what can they do to still pull in all of that magnetism yeah well with generators it's about for example you have a job that you love right but you only love it maybe like 70 percent and not 100 percent the most important thing that a generator can do firstly is they still need rest just because they're energy types out of all the energy types manifestors mgs and generators generators still do need rest everybody needs rest yeah, just everyone, clear. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not about anyone being a work for a workhorse it's not about anyone being a slave to productivity none of that stuff so everybody needs rest but with generators the way that they can get to their next level of magnetism is saying like okay maybe this is only 70 percent lighting me up so i know that that's not the most that i can get it's basically like a worth thing too because it's like if I'm held on to this pair of jeans and it only 70% fits me, then the universe can be outside that dressing room with 100% fit, but yeah. I'll never see it. Yeah. So it's about not saying, oh, well, I'm just going to go naked instead, but it's about just saying, oh, this is actually only a 70% fit. So that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. In that case, I'll maybe be open to the 80 or the 90 or the 100. Um, so like whenever they can keep taking the inventory of like, what does light me up? What doesn't? How much? Does it less? Does it more today? Like, how is it going? own only the 100%. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's not about like, oh, you're better than people if you only have 100% things in your life, which generators feel really guilty about. They're like, well, I can't ask for like the 100% because what will people think of me? And then I'll have to make everyone else be happy with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's about (laughs) learning how to own that. 
And yeah. all of these types, which we'll go through the others, really like their pure magnetism is when they can own their type, which has been so hard for me as a projector yeah. and a workaholic is like owning that I only have those that certain a lot of time that I can like produce the work quickly mm. and then I have to check out yeah um, and that owning creates magnetism yeah it's like I do trust the universe will take care of all the other percentage beautiful so let's speak on to projectors now with so with projectors um you know really oh I guess we started we with started that. with projectors. Sorry. so Sorry. who else yeah. is left mgs and reflectors yes. Um, with reflectors, the way that they can keep themselves the most magnetic is by literally just being free in the moment to go with the flow of where life is pulling them. So how do, how would they trust their downtime and what would they do to fill that? So with a downtime, um, really, and it sounds like so strange, but because they are totally empty people, the more they can invest in emptying out is so useful because that's basically what brings them back to their reset. So let's say, for example, you're a reflector and anytime you've gone out into the world, you've basically become a different person. Mm -hmm. So it pulls you out of your real nature which is emptiness so when you can really connect with that emptiness and start to see that as a beautiful thing that's really becomes your home base through which you can then feel strong enough to like oh interesting right now I'm this person but you know deep down you're real you're just empty rather than feeling pulled into other people's agendas or flavors or you know, everything sexuality how they want to eat like uh -huh. they just pick up everything and then it just becomes a fun trip like oh right now i'm a super sexual person and right yeah. now i can care less or yeah it's like whatever. always being on mushrooms yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always high yeah totally. yeah cool okay yeah. and then mgs mgs um you know because they have so much ability to do so many things, I really, really encourage them to get to that place where they can say, like, I'm okay with resting unless I'm totally mm. um, doing what lights me up. Mm. And it's about, there is that thing of like waiting, not feeling like, oh, I just, I can I, I can afford to go there for 15 minutes to help someone out, so I will. Or I'm going to help that person move house, so I will. I'm looking like, at Lila while she's talking. <laughs> yeah. Like, just because you can afford to, it's draining your life force. Mm -hmm. It's draining your life force if it doesn't, if you don't get that crap response. The other thing I'll say that's really important for MGs is try not to make plans in the future because the MGs gut only speaks to them in the moment. So MGs will often find like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll go on that vacation in two, two months with you. Or, yes, I'll go to the movies in two weeks' time. Or, yes, I'll say yes to that dinner and then it can get closer to the time and they'll be like oh I actually don't feel like going that doesn't light me up mm -hmm. so the more in the moment they can stay the better so uh I have to well part yeah. one to two <laughs> I keep getting all of these things that I know that'll help people at this point this video is gonna last like three hours yeah I know shit we're gonna like it'll answer so many of these questions yeah. though yeah did we cover all of them yeah uh so MGs in their downtime I really want Lila to hear this yeah so in their downtime how should they be spending their downtime to still create that magnetism so um because there still is a little bit of waiting involved with the MGs Unless you're a manifester, there is always waiting, right? So with an MG, um, it's okay to wait until you have that physical gut response of like, yes, I want to go do that, or I'm feeling pulled towards something, or I want to eat that food, or whatever that is. And just in the, like, what we all need to just do more of in between those things is just be here. Rest, you know? enjoy what you love. Have fun. Be quiet. Make it playful. Yeah, like, make it playful. You know? Okay, cool. And, and your worth, like magnetism comes from owning that. Yeah. So I'm quickly interrupting this episode to invite you if you're ready to start your manifestation journey or if anything you've heard in our manifestation episodes has piqued your interest to begin. We have a la carte workshops 
in everything from the basics bundle, which is what we recommend to everyone who starts. It's the formula that actually teaches you how to manifest, unblocked inner child, and unblocked shadow. We also have a la carte workshops on love and money. But the real gem is the Pathway membership because it encompasses every single workshop we have. It's a year-long membership with full access to the few a la carte offerings we have and exclusive workshops not available anywhere else, such as the daily practice, which is what everybody in the Pathway uses, hopefully at least three times a week to daily in order to truly create the new neural pathways that one needs in order to manifest and houses the library of our deep imaginings, which is our unique hypnosis process that allows you to get into your subconscious and overwrite those old neural pathways, creating the new ones. You can use our special code EXPANDED, all caps, E-X-P-A-N-D-E-D, to receive $20 off your first a la carte workshop purchase or $20 off your first month of the pathway. Again, that's all caps, EXPANDED, E-X-P-A-N-D-E-D. Okay, now back to the episode. Now, what I, and I swear we'll get into some of these questions, but I know that this is going to be more helpful after doing multiple sessions with you. Yeah. That what would you say for each of the types is the best way to empty out? Because I know that mine's different than other people's because of what our different centers are that are open. So um, in a chart, every time you have an area that's white, that basically um, tells you that that's an area where you take in the world, right? So that can be a good thing because it makes you wise, it makes you empathic, it makes you understanding, it makes you be able to feel emotions, wherever your whiteness is, Mm -hmm. obviously will change the way that you take in the world. But because we live in such a um, saturated world in terms of how many auras we literally just have together. And social media, everything coming All of it, just exactly, like all of it's just amplified. Um, We need to make sure that we get rid of all the energy that we take in from the world around us. um, And we basically flush out so we don't over-identify it with being as, as, you know, our own. So as a And you can kind of maybe even think of it as uh, filling our aura up with space where other things can't come through. Yeah, exactly. It's just like cluttered and the universe needs clearing to send things through. So let's say, for example, if you're a projector and you're overworking yourself, which is where you take in the world through the sacral, which is where... Most of the world has that productivity, the ability to do things, to show up, to have the life force, to generate energy, right? If you're projecting, you don't have that. Where you'll take in that conditioning the most is by trying to, you feel that productivity coming off a generator or an MG or someone. And then you kind of like jump on that train and think that it's you and try and then be like, okay, I'm going to like, you know, do all the things. So with a projector, it's really about emptying out is really about saying like, I am only supposed to do two to three hours a day of work total max. And even though I'm around people and I feel like I can do it sometimes and I'm surrounded by super capable people, that's just not how I work. So that's a really, really important way to empty out. The other thing for projectors and generators, um, excuse me, manifestors. And emptying out, on a side note, do does it vary based on other things in your chart? Because I remember when you had told me to empty out. Like, when, I yeah. think, Jenna, if you ever have a session with her, tell her, give me my perfect ideal day. Yeah. <laughs> I think, so now I, like, know how to follow things. Yeah. But um, one of the capacities for me of emptying out, or two, I think I, I received two from you, and it might have just been specific to me, I don't know, was one, I need to just go in the world and sit where I'm inspired and be around other things. 
and do nothing but just yeah. be there and that helps like empty all yeah. the things out that's your open crown ah uh, so yeah. it, that's specific to me that's specific to you I see okay so yeah. then I'll let you just keep talking because <laughs> I don't want people to get it confused with yeah um, but as a projector um, it's really important because you have that open sacral to also um, that sleep is a really important way that you empty out because it's the only time when you don't take in the rest of the world's um, productivity energy, that, that sacral energy. So um, as a projector, if you can, a couple of nights a week or a week a month or just periodically sleep in your own aura so not with somebody else mm-hmm. so you're not taking in someone I love else's energy alone. yeah it's really important and the same with manifestors actually because manifestors also have that open sacral so um they don't take in the, the productivity thing as much but they also need to sleep alone because so max what... and it's so funny because i i'm a few years older than max and he has obviously more energy than i do he's mm-hmm. like more i like more stamina yeah it's like the best way yeah totally and yeah. so i need the room totally dark at night with a candlelight to get back for my hormones and so we call it in the guest room i make him go watch the electronics and that yeah, <laughs> and we often fall asleep and sleep half the night alone and then he'll mm-hmm. come crawl back in bed that's like the ideal it's scenario. a dream it's amazing <laughs> That's such a good hack. <laughs> I love it. So, and it's totally hap- it happened haphazardly, but yeah. it's so effective for both of us. Really? Yeah. The other thing for projectors and um, manifestors, the open sacral, what it gives both of you, which is a really important thing to detach yourself from, is that because the sacral is all about desire, right? And if you don't have a sacral filled in, it means you don't necessarily have your own desires. And so um, as a projector or a manifestor, you could be in a room where tons of people are, let's say, like deciding it's burger night or whatever. Because you're susceptible to those other people's desires, you could temporarily think like, okay, I'll join in. Like, that's what I want too. Or people are overeating, you'll end up overeating. So a big part of emptying out is, okay, what's other people's desires versus what is mine? Mm. Because those aren't really, like, I don't have desires of my own. And so... It's, again, about temporarily taking in other flavors of other people's desires, but understanding that they're not your own because you're white in that area. I see. And then with the others in a nutshell. So with MGs and with generators, um, ways that you take in the world, that will really depend on where your other white areas are because you can be totally different MGs or totally different generators. You don't have a white center that defines your chart. Like all projectors have a white open sacral. Mm-hmm. All manifestors and reflectors have a white open sacral. Mm-hmm. All reflectors are totally open anyway. So with generators and manifesting generators, you need to get into it a little bit more, but they definitely don't need to empty out as much as the other types because they are so full of life force. Aha. Okay, great. And so that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Okay. Lucky things. Lucky things. And then I (laughs) want to move on to one question because this was so helpful for me, especially for people who are manifesting and they're figuring out how to be in their worth with Mm -hmm. what they should be saying yes and no to Mm -hmm. and that downtime and emptying out. What are the, you gave this to me and it actually changed so much because, um, and this will take us in after to our authority. Yeah. That'll be helpful for everyone. But um, what are the like, two things they can say to own their downtime, their bliss in between waiting for their invitations Uh in between waiting for what lights them up. What can they say to people to be in their power when we're constantly, we've been programmed to be people pleasers, to work hard, Mm -hmm. to follow. And if we work hard, it gets to what we want. Did I say something to you because you're emotional? I'm about buying yourself time. Yeah. 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 So anyone who's emotional, that's the key. Should we talk about the authorities and then go into a couple of things each can say. And so just to bridge it, this is 
really magnetic for everybody when you can take your power back live in your design and be like nah I know I'm not supposed to work hard right now I'm gonna go play Uh when that feels bad whatever these are this is let's go into what your authority is and what that is and what they can say to own that time so um again there's so many different ways that this can pair with your energy type so I'm always really careful to kind of like um, you know, preempt people being confused and saying, but I'm this type and this is my combination and this doesn't sound like me or whatever. But um, if you're a, a most, so 51% of the population is emotional, which means we that- We both are. Yeah, we're Max both is. emotional. Yeah. What that means is that your emotions basically can sometimes have nothing to do with what's actually going on in the world around you. You can wake up and feel super bluesy or high or happy, sad, angry. That obviously also has to depend on your energy type right because manifestors can feel way more angry than other people our default not self theme is bitterness which means we can feel bitter more often than I other do people. when I'm like I'm not in my design and stuff like that I'll be like fuck that person Ugh. yeah I'm like that is my yeah. thing and Max's is anger as a manifestor right. yeah. so your your emotions are obviously colored by your energy type and then there's also six different types of emotional waves you can have oh. so it's so uh, layered would you say that so for the simple person who's just tuning in and they're on Jovian yeah. and they see that they're, <laughs> they see their type their strategy and their um authority is yeah. what we're talking about when they see that authority could you like authority to intuition like the way you process intuition um it's so difficult with semantics because uh, you different people obviously interpret intuition in such a different way right. because of what they feel inside or could we say pings for people yeah. who know my language yeah. pings so this is a great way to understand your ping process yeah exactly okay. so if you're looking on your chart on jovian it'll say authority here's yeah. what you are and there's different types of each but yes. we'll give an overview of emotional splenic yada uh-huh. yada and this is the way you can kind of determine how to interact with your pings yeah so emotional is the most common one because like I said half the population is emotional and so with you the most important thing and this has been life-changing for me as well as for you is like there's no truth in the now there's as much as you can feel excited about something when it's happening or you can feel an immediate need to say yes or to say no to something or to do something or not with an emotional authority there's you always have to sleep on it let things ride themselves out go through the high of the emotional wave and the low of the emotional wave and wait till you're in that place of that middle piece where you're like cool, calm and collected rather than being like someone asks you to do something or something comes up and you feel excited straight away. That means you have to do it. Yeah. Absolutely not. You have to wait, sleep on it. Let me think about it. Let me come back to you. These are the things you can say. And I'll give examples of that. So yeah. like when I'm triggered by something and I want to act on it and like send an email or, or, you know, we all, I'll just be triggered. It yeah. just means I'm in my wave. So I have to wait until it usually takes me usually 24 hours is my thing. And then at 24 hours, I'll sit down and I'll be like I don't really fucking care about that anyway yeah that's when it's time to answer so it can also be the flip side where it's like something comes through and I'm like oh I just love this person and the things and the yeah, stuff so you I'm gonna say, say yes, yes. and yeah. then after 24 hours I'm like fuck I'm way too tired to uh-huh. say yes to that so a thing we can all get into with pings when a ping comes through if you're an emotional is to just write it down mm-hmm. was like a great thing you told me just yeah. write it down in your phone under notes yeah and then revisit it when you're in totally neutral and yeah. then say yes or no or whatever yeah and and that's with especially when you're learning to listen to your authority the most important thing people can do is really um write it down 
because if you're not strong enough to actually act on it yet, you can at least write it down so that you can go back to it and revisit it in hindsight and see, oh, if I'd listened to that, that would have turned out right. Like it's almost like having your own evidence. Yes. It's a great way to trust. You build your authority trust muscle, your ping trust muscle through that. That's a great exercise. And then it's just like, okay, you start to trust it just by seeing that it would have worked better for you. Do you know what I mean? Like your own life. I love that. (laughs) Shows you that. Yeah. Um, And then you have sacral authority, which is what that sacral means that your gut basically decides and basically what that is is about watching like do you have a physical response to like yes I, this sounds exciting to me or yes I, I doing this is going to make me happy or like I said it's about sitting up in your chair so like when MGs and and generators are listening to that sacral that's basically saying to them yes I feel like doing this or yes that excites me or no that doesn't it's an expansive response or is it a contractive response it's yeah. literally just that so they're instant in their pings it's like that is the answer yes I want that no yeah. I don't but this is where it gets complicated because you also have generators and MGs that have emotional authority yeah, yeah. So, so you guys would be sitting on it you'd with watch that you first up. exactly yeah. you'd watch that first response and then wait yeah. exactly exactly um, and what would be the words for like things people could use on these more instantaneous um, you know authority types what would be yeah it's like that sounds really fun let me come back to you Ah. if you have emotional authority if you don't have if you're not emotional and you're a generator or an mg then you can say stuff like um well you'll just know straight away so you'll be like yeah cool cool or no i'm in so there's that's like your worth licensing is just like now or yes Uh and fucking listen to it yeah and that's how you can start to create magnetism is not being wishy-washy and oh well maybe not letting the brain interfere like oh i really like this but i shouldn't yeah and you just have to do it or don't. Um, if you don't have the resources to do it now on that ping, keep it and do it a little bit later. Like, yeah. So that's ways that you can delegate that. Absolutely. Ping. And one thing I always say is like a really good exercise for generators and MGs is to visualize like when you're thinking too much about the shoulds in your head, visualize pulling all that energy down and then fusing it to the sacral mm-hmm. because you're like basically saying this guy's in charge now. Yeah, my body. This yeah. one is yeah. out of the picture. This one's just along for the ride. Totally. Um, and then you have splenic authority too, which is basically people who are, um, there's that sixth sense. The spleen is very like, it's that, it's that kind of like instinctive knowing and people often confuse that with intuition but it's really different because the instinct is that bit that says it knows straight away without making being able to make sense of it it's like uh, it's clear cognizance it's like yes yeah. or no yeah. you have you have a spleen that's laid yeah. out but just not your authority yeah right yeah so it's that ability to be like yep i love it no i don't and it's the hardest one to trust because it makes zero sense sometimes. and it's so abstract like you can't there's nothing concrete feeling about it yeah. it literally just feels like psychic knowing yeah Yeah. and so that's that's another one where writing it down is so important Mm -hmm. because later on hindsight will show you that it's always right but you just have to go on that journey where you're really exploring the spleen yeah if you have nothing else to listen to then that's the way your life is supposed to be and it's like um that builds your trust muscle too for the people who have been conditioned in the world for so long to not listen to themselves and especially something that abstract Uh but for me for example I have it in a different space where I can always try and it's always it's like that's how I know how to trust patterning it's the way that I understand energy a lot but it's like on the tip of my tongue and a smell that comes through and I'm like I know this is going to be even with for instance with supported we came out with it very high price and then everybody was like 
um, you know, it's, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. I can't afford it. And we're like, we hear you. We want everybody to have support. And I just yeah. know the number. Wow. I just know what's going to allow it to be accessible to everybody and be very successful. Yeah. And it's like a, t- a tip of my tongue. I've trained myself now to always listen to that. Wow. It takes but time. But it takes time. Yeah. So that's a great practice is you guys can write it down yeah. and just refer back and you'll see like, oh, that was right. That was uh-huh. right. That was right. And the thing about this being that, it, that, that is the area where which houses all the other senses too, like the five physical senses. So there is always sometimes you can, when we talk about, oh, I can smell a rat from a mile away. Like yeah. it's that same thing of like, totally. oh, this, this sounds funny. You yeah. know, it's that thing. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, you also have genius freak energy. Yes, I saw I have too much of this. You say I have like a pot, like or whatever. It's a little thing. It's yeah. like everything. It's the receiving bowl. It's too much intuition. It's mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Um, it's so lucky though. Okay. Um, now there's three other authorities oh, that are more same. niche. Yeah. I mean, like 85% of the population has those three, but Great. if you want me to cover the yeah, other so three, we can. Just in case it's a yeah. chart. Okay, so um people have you can have ego center authority. Ego center authority sounds really strange. Um, but it's literally going with what your ego wants in any given moment. So when you have nothing else to guide you, you can literally just listen to that voice inside you that wants, whether it's money, impact, success, power, being the star of the show, feeling like people see you, whatever it is that that your specific, obviously your reading will help you figure out what it is your ego wants. Um, But when you have nothing else guiding your authority, it's literally just supposed to be following your egotistical needs. Uh. And from a place of good consciousness, you know, people have a real trip with ego because they're like, oh, well, if I... No, I haven't. I love it. Bad. It's I'm good. here to be seen and have success. I love That's it. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, and then you have G-Center authority, which G-Center authority is actually about because there's nothing else inside you, you don't have this being the emotions or the sacral or the ego trying to tell you what you want. The G-Center is that part, and my other half has this, where it's really about witnessing the way that you're describing things. The tone of your voice is often going to give it away the most. Ah, so what would be good ways that they could integrate that with a ping? Um, With a ping, it's like, because they'll sometimes be a bit... um, People that have G-Center authority can kind of like see so many sides and they can be so, um, or if they're really badly conditioned, they can be too quick to answer. Mm. Only projectors can have G-Center authority. I, do I have this or no? I don't, right? Because I'm like, I really no. identify yeah, yeah. with this. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, with G-Center, it's like, oh yeah, well, I kind of know, but I also kind of don't, whatever. So tell your best friend, tell your partner, whatever, and they'll be able to tell you by the tone of your voice if you can't, that if you're into it or not. I love that. So really, um, you're the type of person who needs to bounce pings off of your most trusted allies and allow And the tone them. of your voice will give it away. Uh, I love that. Or your stance or whatever. You might be like, oh, in, in your head, you're intellectualizing and be like, no, no, it's a really good idea. And then you can tell someone, you're like, yeah, but it's kind of confusing to me, this and that. And you're like, okay, well, if it's confusing, why yeah. don't you do it? Like, what's So bounce um, it off your people. Yeah, and it's only projectors that have this and project Projectors, the one, I guess, um, weird thing about projectors is they see others so clearly, but they don't see themselves so clearly. Mm. So if you're a G-center projector, you really need the other person to be like, no, yeah. this is how you're feeling. Yeah. Like, let me tell you that. And that. then um, then there's no inner authority, which is only mental projectors and reflectors, which basically means that you have to... Oh, my youngest brother has this. Really? Yeah, so does my, I have, my youngest brother is really? no authority. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was like, what the fuck does he do? <laughs> no inner authority. He's a projector? He's a projector. He's so, a magical. Wow. And so he's funny. funny too. I don't know if this has anything to do with it. 
he's a very empathetic person, but nothing affects him or bothers him. Like um, mm-hmm. a great story when he was little in, you know, second grade, he peed his pants or something at class accidentally. And my mom like cried going to pick him <laughs> up. She was so like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, nobody, like nothing affects him. Mm-hmm. That way. And my mom is like, is he psychopathic? But yeah. no, he's like the most magical uh-huh. person. Yeah. People think they're just like cold on the inside or like, but it's because <sighs> they literally have nothing going on here down and it's all what they came here to do was share maybe their opinion the way they see things Uh, the way they understand things whatever like he's incredible at coding in games and I'm like mom let him just focus on that don't like let him be in front of it all day like he will be very successful yeah yeah and they're only like two percent of the population mental projectors so they're like they really have to just be so laser focused on what is it that my brain is so good at seeing and sharing and not worry about? That's why their soul said, I don't want to deal with my emotions, my sacral, my so this, lucky. my that. Like, I just give me that one thing that the my gift. soul is here to do. Ah, it's a magic. It's like a laser focus. It's cool. Okay, I love that. Um, so, yeah, so it's about basically them sort of polling people, waiting for the environment to show you the answer, that type of thing, staying open. I love that. So, we're almost at an hour, but I'm going to ask you two more <laughs> questions and then give you, and we'll have to just have you back because there's so much that we can learn from you uh and then you know we'll talk about where you can find out all of this way more jenna's coming out with an incredible that's going to light everybody up (laughs) it's basically going to tell you how to do a b c d e f and g to basically be magnetic for Uh your type and let go of anything that's not magnetic Mm -hmm. number one that we'll ask you a lot of people are asking how can they find their life purpose and career within their energy types? Where would they determine that ish in their chart or what would help them in their chart? And yes. then like how they can work with that. So this is this question. This is is a, like, I mean, in terms of where do you find it in your chart? What I do when I look at a chart is I'm seeing all the different synergies of, okay, you have gate 64 with gate 55. And therefore to me, that's saying for you, this is that, okay. right? So it's very non-prescriptive. So it's um, very much a session needed. It's such a session needed, but the one thing about purpose is that the way I think about it is that when the universe sees you living your design it's not that you have to find your purpose it's that your purpose and it sounds so cliche so I feel like really bad saying it but no it's but really it's great for people to start you. tap into themselves yeah this like if your fucking aura is clear yeah. and you're in your worth about living your design your purpose is probably going to find you a lot Absolutely. quicker and also the second thing is that we have such a we think purpose means work when actually when you look at a chart, if someone's only karma that they came here to do was to fix their stuff with the relationships they're in or mm-hmm. to fix their stuff with the way they treat their body, like we have no idea what purpose is. Uh, we really don't. Like we think of it as like, oh, well, I have to have had a good, you know, this a and success that. success story. Yeah, yeah, and it's not that at all. Like it literally could be that your soul is here to, um, you know, be kinder to your mother and that makes you way more likely to come back in a great um next incarnation than if you'd forced yourself to be the next bill gates uh interesting like and it would make you have probably a much easier healthier happier journey in this life one thousand percent or like amanda who works with us i think that she has five one or something she's a four one four one yeah. which is like they just came to have fun right uh-huh. they have like no karma or something bonus life wow <laughs> that's amazing so with them it's like again if you're so set on finding what you're here to do or needing what you're here like actually you're basically betraying your soul 
So, um, you know, you need to trust that when you're showing up as, you know, like, like you're saying with Amanda, like living her bonus life and she's a manifester, she will affect so many more people when she's not thinking about what her karma is and how to help people mm-hmm. and blah, 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 like all that Just stuff. Just doing with what just her pains are. Just doing with what yeah. her pains are, exactly. Yeah. I have one of my mom's friends is a generator. She just got divorced after like 35 years of being married and she's a 4-1. And I said to her, like, the most important thing is to remember that you're just here to like not do anything stop feeling guilty about oh well I got divorced so I owe this to my kids like not for you like it's not what you're you're free of karma so get back to that and and that's not better than people worse than people again it's just it is what it is and that's when you start to really trust spirituality honestly and when we take off like the human skin like we even have human relationships and that we just are souls that are here to experience something and with a purpose and once you accept that your design is beautiful and that your soul chose it before you came here getting rid of all the but that's preconceptions of it's worse to be like this or I wish I was more that or that's when you can just be like okay like it's good like we're all innately worthy like Mm -hmm. that's the message underneath it all it's like it's all good it's all beautiful yeah so like the real only takeaway people can have based on their type is to at this with purpose is to kind of clear their aura really get into their types be unapologetic about their design and Mm -hmm. your purpose will essentially start to find Find you you. and if you're and you can kind of personalize it in the sense if you're a projector you have no idea what niche you're really good at at least embark on that journey yeah if you're if you're a generator and you have no idea what lights you up start to trust try to pay attention yeah. you know yeah the same and then with, with, manifestors, with manifesting the same. with manifestors it's like just stop doing things that you're apologizing for and start to really connect to what is that part of you that's just like i'm me mm-hmm. you know and manifesting generators if i want to go here and i want to go here and i want to go here great i'll try and follow it for 30 days and yeah. see what happens yeah and then let it go if i'm not digging it yeah perfect great what's the worst that could happen I love that one thing that I was going to speak to because this is really important such a big part of the process is like honestly deconditioning I say delayering or unblocking that's yeah that's one of the biggest parts of this and it goes to like really getting back into your type and your authenticity Uh and your blueprint and what your soul came here to do when people are down and out and I know it shows differently of how people should alchemize and process that in their charts but can you speak to each of the types when they are in one of their lowest modes moments or a rock bottom how to start getting themselves out of that place if they're the brokest they've ever been if their heart's broken if they're in the shittiest job Uh um what is something they can start doing that's so small right now yeah I think the the number one thing to say is that um obviously it doesn't have any because this is the number one thing that stops people getting into their um into their real design is associating being in a bad place with being undeserving or not worthy because once you can start to say okay this is just from an observational point of view, this is what it is. And underneath, I'm innately worthy because I'm just a piece of the universe. I'm just totally. a spark of the light. Whatever words you want to use. Like my soul is already worthy. Yeah, I this just isn't picked me. up shit that's yeah, made me feel unworthy. Because that, no matter what your what your type is, it's that um, over-attachment to the things that you think are bad. Because it's kind of like... Um, building momentum or not building momentum so if in your place if you're in a place where you're really not living your design it's like the stalling creates more stalling totally or the, the sickness gets sicker like yeah. all the things get it's just all of these things in your life that don't feel good are usually just um a a, a sign that yeah. you're not in your quite in your design yeah and, you're and so when you're not in your design it's okay to say because we all we're always going to veer off our design totally. like, the day you die no one is like always living their design so when i'm in places where i'm not living my design i kind of visualize like 
my higher self talking to my like kid afraid self and be like listen I've got you this is going to be okay we're going to do this together Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with you and this is clearly here so that you can kind of like navigate out of it and so that's doable so it's fine but not beating myself with that spiritual stick of like okay well means you have to push more and and your life has to look like this like it's okay as soon as you like accept the acceptance is the great healer of all human design it's like once you know okay this is not me this is where I'm at then I can make sure that I have my own back and that's how you fuse like the higher self with the self that's living here because you need both to live your to live your real self absolutely I love that so no matter what your type is and like what's a way that you could start to get out of it just following your strategy following your strategy and also being very very clear pick up that direct line to the universe and say universe I do not want this anymore even if you don't know what the actions are just getting clear on that putting that in your aura is such a different message than I'm in such a stuck place I don't know how to get out Mm -hmm. it's like I'm stuck I have no idea to get out but you're gonna help me and I'm gonna listen every time I've ever gotten out of a rock bottom there's always a moment of me crying on the floor saying fine I surrender universe (laughs) just show I don't want this anymore I can't take it anymore show me yeah and that and it's funny because in my chart which I don't know where in the chart deciphers this but like one of my things are that I'm supposed to walk through the mud like go through rock bottoms because it's what helps me alchemize to show other people how to navigate through them which is what made me understand manifestation in the first place so it's like I love for me I learned very quickly I love being in rock bottoms because I'm like oh I know so much is going to come from this so like where can they maybe figure out or I had a a girlfriend recently who was like I was reading she's a manifesting generator in Aries and she was like I was reading I wonder if it's she's six three years I don't know the Uh numbers I don't know what they mean but um that she was like I'm supposed to have three parts in my life and they're each kind of kind of go like this and she's yeah. like it's really fucking true wow that's yeah. amazing well it just shows you like that's that you know again with the homogenization like who says the rock bottoms are bad for you they're freaking they're magic gold. they're magic yeah so whenever you catch yourself making that judgment of this is bad go why do i think this is yeah. bad like oh okay why society has programmed yeah and then you go okay ain't no thing it's yeah. just cool you know where I'm at. Yeah. but when you say universe okay like i want to change things it's just the difference between going la 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 to like Hey, hello. Yeah. Is anyone We're connected. Yeah. yeah. I'm listening. Okay, cool. Exactly. Great. I um, love that. Yeah. Here's a great one I've been getting a lot from people yeah. is, um, you know, should I be specific when I'm manifesting or not be specific? I'm yes. someone who works really well with being specific. Yeah. So I'm like, do the list, do yeah. the things. But there are the arrows in your chart decipher. So if you can, because I'm trying to think of whatever they can look at themselves yeah. while they're waiting because your sessions are really yeah. booking out. So yeah. book now with Jen. Yeah. <laughs> they're filling up yeah um is really looking at those arrows arrows. and what they mean for your manifestation process so you want to be looking at the bottom right hand arrow for your manifesting because if you have that arrow pointing to the left it means that you manifest really well when you're being specific so the list the knowing the this is what I like you know like how you say like down to the color of the car like you or the core what your core wants yeah exactly that's going to really help you manifest If you have the arrow pointing to the right, those things are actually going to cause you to stumble a bit. So for me, I have the arrow pointing to the right. Whenever I try and think about what do I want, it never goes my way. Otherwise, Um, I have to be like, okay, I just want to live my design. Or which is just be my language and you don't have to do it the the human design where you can just be like, I just want to be happy with my job or I just want to be doing it or whatever. Um, When you get the specifics or the lists, it sometimes, because you're supposed to be at what we call a passive manifester, Mm. um, it kind of blocks you when you're like, 
Yeah, you're trying to be rigid. Yeah. yeah, but usually when I tell people which one they are, it's the one that you naturally have caught yourself doing anyway. You, you figured out your patterns. So it's kind of okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then what does the top arrow re- represent in their life? So there are four arrows. Ah, I've only seen the two. Yeah, ah, so there's okay. four. So they'll mean different things depending on also where you have. This is where it gets really complicated, but there's something called color, base, and tone in mm-hmm. human design, which is all the underlayers of like, let's say, for example, you are... Um, you have gate number 24 you might have there's six different variations of the gates that you could have so it's like we're on a thing so like a whole th- this isn't even applicable <laughs> this is a session okay cool it's like that will determine like how you eat uh, the environments you're in where you thrive where you don't thrive what helps you be your not self what helps you be your real self like it's just okay but that's an easy one for people to look at when it comes to manifesting is that bottom right Perfect. black arrow okay great and then um can you speak last but not yes. least and then i'm gonna have you give them an exercise Can you speak to what people can look at in terms of their past patterning and how it can help them be even more in their design today, which we kind of talked on about, like Uh taking a journal and like really looking at what did work and didn't. But in terms of manifestation, if any past patterning per their type or who they are will help them in this process. So um, I tell all people with a generator engine, so that's generators and MGs. Think of a time when you were doing what lights you up and it, that thing, you know, it gave you more energy and you could just kept on doing it and doing it and doing it. Mm. So that's a really good thing. If you have an example of that having happened already to you in your life, you can anchor yourself back to that's when I'm in my magic lane. Like that's right? what it feels like. That's what happens in my life. Like really starting to see when that implemented. Yes, okay. you know, and rather than um, trying to think about how it should look or whatever, you can just say, okay, even if that didn't bring me huge success, that's the thing that does bring me more success when I do it lots, or right? So it's that forward. feeling of like, I know what that feels like. And on the contrary, I know what it feels like to feel drained. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with manifestors, think of times when you're just doing, when there's no pressure on you from other people to do something and you're just doing something because you want to do it, how free and at peace you feel. Because that's the thing that manifestors want more than anything. They just want to feel like they're at peace. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to feel like there's chaos, there's this, there's that coming from the outside. Well, they just want to be free to do their thing. So think of a time when you were really just like totally okay with doing, and with manifestors often it's, not that recent it's when they were kids and they were just like totally trying to start a band or whatever it's that same energy and then with projectors this is it's actually probably the difficult most difficult for projectors because it's so easy for them to live in believing that they know things and pushing it on people so sometimes you do have to take that leap of faith and say I'm just going to try this out because I don't know with my past patterning but you can see that it feels kind of gross to be called being bossy or smart smarty pants or whatever and you know that that's not good energy for you so at least you can anchor yourself kind of what you were saying about the opposite of Mm -hmm. like it really doesn't feel good and wouldn't it feel better to just have people recognize me for what it is that I am good at Mm -hmm. and it could be better than instead of pushing what onto other people what I think I'm good yeah, at because you end up feeling like shit when you push up when, always when you push people, stuff I would people. say that <laughs> we're so sensitive the ones I know are so project but I mean everybody's sensitive yeah. but projectors because we want to be recognized and yeah. seen so badly since we see other people yeah. is what you say yeah it's like ow like yeah <laughs> but I know see you me know? I know things yeah, I like know things. I could help you yeah. and it's like everyone's like stop yeah like, yeah so uncool like get yeah. out of my face Capricorns are like that the little <laughs> I always all of them that I know and they're so smart and they're so you know like old for their age and all those things wow. and so they must that's why I know a lot can become insecure yeah and I and have then one more question just oh reflectors when they get oh, yes. in too deep that's when they know that's like a really good thing to not see is when they're feeling too sucked in by other people's vibe 
or too sucked in by a thing, like a trend, a pattern, a this or that, okay. that's when they really feel they get off kilter. That's really bad for their health. So they can tell like, okay, I'm in really bad health when I feel too pulled away. So I need to just kind of dip, like go and explore these tiny things and, and just feel like they're fun, but not lose myself in them. Ah, uh, like times so, that I've lost myself in the past, like yeah. really looking at what that feels like yeah. as a reflector. Yeah. Or where I felt really bad in an environment and I haven't basically been strong enough to pull myself out, but I can Beautiful. now. That's really good. And poor reflectors. I keep I forgetting about them. I There's know. so much. I know. But they have like the potential to be the wisest oh, of us all because they know nothing. It's they incredible. know that they know the, They're know wizards. Yeah. Um, and then I thought of one more question. Yeah. I swear we'll end this. <laughs> um, one more is I really want to touch on worth since both uh, human design as well as, you know, the name for worth and uh-huh. human design is being in your, your design mm-hmm. and being, you know, unapologetic about it. What can you speak to? Because we've been out of our design, so many of us are trained to go down certain paths. It can make us all pretty insecure and have low self-worth. Yeah. People who are so far from their designs and they do struggle with self-worth for each type, what are some things they can do to start to really feel that worth again? I would say it's less to do with your energy type and more to do with your numbers. Mm-hmm. So with the numbers, there's a, just an easy way to look at it. And you're saying when you pull up your chart on Jovi and you'll see underneath authority, you see your numbers. You'll see, um, you'll see your like a one, a one, four, I'm or like a, a three, four, five, one, or a three, five yeah. or whatever. Four ones will put to, to the side because they have no karma. Um. Um, but always when your first number is sm- the smaller of the two numbers, that means that your life is gonna, has got to take a quote unquote selfish approach where you finding your worth, you understand is not dependent about the people around you. You're going to get to your karma no matter what else is going on around you. You're like, this is my, this is my road and this is me being selfish. Uh-huh. So allowing yourself to see like, I'm going to do my thing mm-hmm. a little bit, not in a better than people way, nothing like that, yeah. but just like, this is my, this is where I'm going. Yeah. So um, with, with those numbers, what we call a personal karma, with those numbers, you want to really basically focus on the fact that when I get what it, when I'm really on that path of owning me, that's what, the closer I'm coming to getting my own flavor is when I get to my worth. Mm. So the way to your worth is when you know what you are, right? The other way around, when you have the bigger number first, actually you'll see your worth when you see the effect you have on other people. Uh, so when you see that you've made people so happy or you see that you've you really helped people them, or change yeah. them, that's what builds your worth. Uh, so there's like a bit of a reverse. So if you have the bigger number first, go out and like make someone's day better if it's also lighting you up or if it's also making you happy. Or like if you're a 5'1". Right. If whatever. you're a five one and you're a generator go do something that makes you happy and watch for how it's going to make other people happy because when you see the reflection of your own light in other people that's what makes you happy uh, people that have the bigger number first are here to finish their karma but they need other people along for the ride and they're going to do it together uh, people that have the smaller number first i'm getting there without with or without you. yeah that's me yeah don't give a shit go hop on yeah. or off yeah okay yeah. cool that's beautiful yeah. to know okay now we'll wrap it up <laughs> <laughs> jenna's gonna give you each each of your types your different yes. you types uh, an activity that yes. will help you so what's what's a really good thing to do when you're trying to assess like where along your um you know how much you're living in design and what's your next level no matter where you are like these are a good question to ask if you're let's say almost there or not yeah. there at all like it's yeah. great um so with manifest is a really good journal prompt that I like is like what am I still apologizing for what am I still apologetic about maybe where am I still trying to please people Excellent. um so that's a real thing that holds people back 
in terms of being a manifester. So maybe taking inventory daily and journaling that out. Yeah. yeah. Or just watching, you know, what I what I'm really big on is sometimes it's not easy to have the answer but once you open up for curiosity then you trust that the universe is going to send you the perfectly crafted scenario to totally. show you yeah so you're like okay universe i'm i'm committed to seeing where i'm people pleasing so i'll pay attention next time it comes up uh. um and then with generators and mgs that question is like where am i still saying um no to things that don't light me up where am i still saying to myself i should do this or you know i have to do that where am i still committing my energy my life force to things that don't truly light me up um because again that's that's a that's a negative leak on your energy it's not just oh costing your energy it's also taking away energy yeah, so it's, it's like a double negative you from the things coming through yeah it's a double negative and then um with um projectors a really big thing is like trying to figure out what you're really good at. So that's the number one thing that's going to help you get to the next level is like, how can I really own the niche of things that I'm really, really good at seeing that I'm really, really, you know, just so specific about. And so, um, you know, special at basically that process of seeing yourself is really what will open up the next level. And again, like just because you discovered you should be a nutritionist, you know, am I a nutritionist that's really good? And, you know, your, your next level could be like, am I really good then at blood typing? Or yeah. am I good at seeing this new or thing? Or like archetypes or, or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like something really, you know, specific. And the more specific you can get through your life, the better. Yeah, excellent. And then with the reflectors, um, you know, holding on to identity or a set identity is what really holds them back. So it's about where am I still holding on to my identity and what can I let go of just so that I can understand that I'm a total blank canvas. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Excellent. So for everybody out there, I cannot stress enough how important this is or how much further this can really take your manifestation (laughs) process if you've been learning about how to manifest through my process. This is like the blueprint it's the key that makes you go oh now I have some answers about how I can get way more in my worth in my type so Jenna has just released um it's for all five of the types Uh a recording I'll let you talk about them because it's so magical so it's basically you know I can only see so many people for a session at a time and at the same time I hated what the information I read about human design the information that most people feel they get online is so I feel it's too judgmental, it's old, it's a bit crusty. Um, And so I kind of wanted to do general sort of reading. So if you're just a generator and you want to hear what it's like to be a generator without necessarily getting into all the specifics, um, or you want to buy an audio and hear about what your projector dad is like or whatever, then you can just have that me basically speaking about what the main energy types are and, um, you know, what what the basics, the 101 of being a, a generator, the 101 of being a whatever your energy type is, so that you have that basic understanding of how you're supposed to exchange energy with the world around you. Obviously, then we can layer onto that and there will be more coming. But this is just the foundation of what it is to be each of the types. And you go through deconditioning everything that isn't serving that type, basically, basically, that's been put on you. Absolutely. So it just takes everything we talked about here today way further for your specific type and how to integrate that into manifestation, essentially, how to be your most magnetic self. And then after you do that, book a session with 
<laughs> so you can actually learn because it gets so intricate, yeah. which has been so helpful for me to know that I have the freak gene. It's made yeah. me accept myself so much more right. and be cool with, you know, the things that maybe others don't understand yeah. about me. Or get. It's just a sigh of relief when you hear like, this is who you are. You go, oh, okay. I always say it's been the most, uh, like the first time I did it with Jen, I was like, I've never felt so articulated and like I have so much licensing to uh, just be myself. Yeah. So that's what you'll get out of it. And thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into the episode. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did, we did. And in case you're not totally ready to join the pathway yet, I wanted to share a few of our free offerings that I'll often suggest to people as a little bit of a blueprint to get them started on their manifestation journey. The first place I like to direct people completely for free is the motivation. You can see it linked below or on our homepage as our testimony library. And it's categorized by different subjects, whether you're calling in career, money, love, wellness, and much more. When you're reading about a member's experience of what they manifested, you're actually seeing to believe and showing your subconscious that that very thing is possible for you. The second place I like to direct people is to the free clarity exercise, which is also linked below. In it, you get to try our own unique hypnosis process, learn about the science and some journaling prompts. And the best part about this, you'll get a tiny taste of what it's like to go into your hypnotic state, bring your subconscious forward and create new neural pathways while receiving clarity. And the third thing, if you haven't listened to it on this podcast yet, please go back to the episode titled Manifestation 101, where you'll learn the basics of neural manifestation to truly understand this process. So go ahead and check out those free resources, the motivation, the free clarity exercise, and the episode Manifestation 101, all linked below. And in an effort to make sure to have representation in this process series, go ahead and submit any process testimonials you have, especially to our LGBTQ plus community, our BIPOC, as well as the WISE, which is anyone in the community who is 45 and over. All right, we'll be back next week.